Oh no, he's back. Look out below. Look out below. That crazy watch guy is back. Who is it? It's me. Oh boy. Okay, so we're having fun. It's Lee Jackson, America's finest watchman, back with you today. Uh, love to see you. Thank you very much. We're talking about buying watches. We're talking about buying Rolexes. We're talking about what should you buy? What shouldn't you buy? Look out. Okay, so we have a lot to talk about. Uh, one thing I will tell you, you should not buy knockoffs. You should not buy replicas. You should not buy that stuff. Why? Because they're not going to hold up like a real Rolex. Yeah, you got a phony on your wrist. You can run around, parade it around. But you know, deep in your heart, it's a piece of junk. I know it. You know it. We all know it. You're not fooling anybody. You're just fooling yourself if that's what you want. And look, if you can't afford a Rolex and you can only afford a, a knockoff, great. That's fine. I, I understand. But it's just like buying a crap dial regular, you know, Invicta, Ocean on any of that garbage. You can you can throw toss it in a couple of years. It's not made well. You know, I was in, um, I was getting my eyes checked the other day and I they had this machine they put on your eyes. You look through and they read your eyes and really, really complicated stuff. And what do I see on it? Made in Switzerland. You know, Swiss has the finest optics uh, and they have the finest timepieces. Swiss is, are known for being very precise. Anything comes from Switzerland is going to be very, very precise. It's not going to be sloppy. They're very meticulous about what they do and how they do it. And I've been asked many, many times, why do watches only come from Switzerland? Well, they don't. They actually come from a lot of places. The finest watches come from Switzerland. And there are some parts of Germany that have some really fine watches. But that's about it. Switzerland is known for good watches. It's kind of hard to buy lousy watches from Switzerland, really. I mean, they do make cheap watches, too. And just because it says Swiss doesn't mean it's the greatest. So you got to know what you're doing and what you're buying. That's why you're listening to me. Because you've got 50 years in my pointed little head that's coming out now to you. 30 years of doing shows, almost. And that means I bought so many watches over the years. Now, I do want to say I'm not a talking head. There's a lot of those out there. <clears throat> those are people they just hire to read a script. You know, I I'll give you a quick analogy. Um, when I was doing shows, I was doing it as an independent contractor. I didn't work for the TV station. I was independent. And they decided, why should I get paid when they could get the same product and put it up there and sell it and make all the money, which in theory makes a lot of sense. But in reality, it doesn't make any sense because what they would do is they would get someone that knew something and they would put them up and tell them to talk about watches and they would put their foot right down their throat. Sell fake Rolexes. Didn't I mean, they didn't know it. It wasn't like they did on purpose. They just weren't careful. And there's so many fakes and Mickey Mouse. stuff. I could tell you stories all day long about Mickey Mouse watches. I know people that did it. Not me. I would never condone any of that behavior. But I've seen it many times, and I always stayed away from that. I never, ever had a problem where somebody said, the watch you sold me is fake. Never. And yet a lot of people tried to do what I did, and they all got in trouble. Because exactly what I told you, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. 
They didn't know what they were talking about. They didn't have the experience. They didn't have the passion. They didn't have the drive. They didn't have any of the above. And if that's where you want to buy, you're taking your fate in your own hands. I can't guarantee what's going to happen when you buy from these, you know, un, not great sources. So you got to be careful where you buy and what you do. So we were talking about Rolexes and Datejust. I went over the difference between a Datejust and a President. I went over the old, the newer Datejust, the Quartz ones the designs and so on, how those came about. Um, I also told you that they're getting a lot more money. They're going way over list. So the next question is, you got to really take your time. There's got to be, got to be 10 or more real decent Rolexes design wise to, to think about which one do you want? If you're like me and you want to wear your Rolex for nicer events to me, a sporty Rolex like a Sea Dweller, Yachtmaster, any of those, they're not really going to look that good. They're going to look sporty. And if that's the look you want, God bless you. But I think the Datejust looks dressy, especially a two-tone Datejust. That's my absolute favorite. And you can dress them up. You can put diamonds on the dial. You can put diamonds on the bezel. You can dress them up if that's your thing. Me, I'm not that kind of guy. I like a two-tone Datejust with a nice dial and I'm in business and it's got to be a nice sharp date just. And I was telling you about the quality and this goes for all of the Rolexes, how they're, how they're graded on the pre-owned market. They're graded on ABCDEFG and you want an A like an A, if you can get it or a minus or B plus something in there, if you can get it. And the way they're graded is on the quality of the way they look, the condition they're in so on. And as I've said, you can send these out and you can have them repolished and buffed and all that. But if it's really stretched or really banged up, it's really hard to get those kind of things to come back because when you buff, you are actually taking away metal. And that means it's going to soften the edges, the curves, the lines, the, the everything. And what you want to look for in a Rolex is hard, crisp edges on the band, on the watch. You can tell right away when it's been when it's been buffed down and the edges are kind of rounded. I mean, it's okay, but you want something more new. You want something people are not going to know is pre-owned or you or old. You you just I mean, unless that's your thing. If you like vintage Rolexes, groovy, go for it. You know, I love bubble backs. Don't get me wrong, love vintage Rolexes, but they have a completely different look. They're not the kind of thing you're going to wear every day into the you know to a nice event. And if you don't have tons of money and you're not collecting Rolexes, see, there's a difference. I'm not a Rolex collector because I'd go broke real fast. I have a Rolex that I wear once, once in a while. I don't wear it all the time because I like Rolexes. And I've had a lot of them over the years, but I haven't had like tons of different ones at the same time. They're too expensive. Besides, I'd rather buy a different kind of watch for different occasions. And remember, Rolex also has the Cellini line, which is their dress line. So if you needed a dress watch, you know, on a strap, manual wind, automatic, whatever, not not thick, heavy case, Rolex has this beautiful line called Cellini, C-E-L-L-I-N-I. And their stuff's beautiful. It's not ridiculously priced. And they're very good movements and so on. Excellent. Now, I was just looking at Rolex Datejust new ones a few minutes ago. I was actually... I was actually on Rolex's website looking and that's where I would start. 
because you can do all kinds of things and they have they have new movements in here where do i see the movements and i gotta tell you the movements in the new rolexes don't look much different than the older movie here it is their new movements are they make them themselves they they always have uh, not all Rolexes, their movements are made by Rolex in the past, but Datejust was. Uh, the new caliber is 32-35, which goes in the 36 and 41 millimeter Datejust. But I'm telling you, I'm looking at pictures of them. They don't look much different than my, than my watch, my Rolex. They really don't. The movements have not changed that much. They're still good. They were good. They still are. It's like, okay, they made refinements and so on. They beat faster than my older Rolex. Yeah. And they keep better time than my older Rolex. Yeah. But it isn't a huge difference. And you got to decide what you want. And I know I'm spending a lot of time on this, but this is a big purchase. I mean, you could get, I'm looking, they now have a two-tone in rose gold and stainless with a fluted bezel. Really pretty. But I like the yellow. And I am a rose gold kind of guy, but not in the Rolex Datejust. And then now the the Rolex Datejust uh, stainless steel now comes with a heavy oyster bracelet. In the old days, it was a Jubilee bracelet. The heavy oyster bracelet's what you see on the Submariners and so on. It's three links across. They're kind of flat. They're thick, but they're kind of flattened. They're not real rounded. It's a really nice bracelet, but it's, again, sporty. If you want it to look dressier, the Jubilee bracelet looks much dressier. There's five links across on the Jubilee, and it's a really nice bracelet. Now, you want to find one that's tight. We've been through this. If it's all stretched out, it's not going to be a pretty picture. Um, I've had them where they're really stretched out bad, like from the 80s and so on. They're, they didn't make them as well back then. They stretched a lot easier for some reason. And I would sell them much cheaper. And I would tell people, look, this is stretched out folks get ready for this you know i'm selling it a hell of a lot cheaper but don't buy this and then come back and go well i didn't know you do know and it still looked okay again if you if you tighten the bracelet enough take out links to fit you it's not going to be real baggy looking terribly when it's on if you take it off yes but if you put it on looks pretty good but you feel better with a tighter bracelet a newer sharper i, I mean go to the rolex website and look at the bracelets Look at the bracelets as close as you can because they get bigger. If you want to click on them, they get pretty big. I mean, it's very cool. The bracelets are sharp. They're nice. Um, they don't look baggy at all when you look at them on, you know, Rolex's website. So you, you got to decide what you like. Um, again, Rolex, the date just comes in stainless, two-tone, yellow and rose, and solid gold, which I don't even see on their website at all. Then you got to decide... What's your budget? Now, I'm going to look as I'm speaking to you. Excuse me. And I know I did this a couple. I did this a couple episodes ago. I'm going to go see what stuff's going for right now today. So you can get an idea of uh, what the cost, what, what the prices are. So let me look. I'm going to give it a quick look and see what's going on. Oh, shoot. Uh, okay. There we go. Um, and I'm going to look at the uh, quality, too. Yeah, that's really, they're really going for a lot. Oh, man. 
So how much is a new Datejust? They're going for five to 6,000 used for a two-tone, which is really nuts. But like I said, if that's it, that's it. Like here's one. Oh, that's, no, that's not a good one. Yeah, they go for, they're going for a lot. They're going for a lot. And you don't want to get into a bidding war with people. It's better to just get a price and you can negotiate. You know that you can say, and I would urge you to say, what's my best price? What's my price for cash? Something to get a better price. Is that your best price? Because if you don't ask, you're never going to get, you're never going to get. Here's a stainless with a blue dial. This definitely looks older and they want five grand. Stainless date just with a the, the Rolex made blue dials, but they were not really attractive in my opinion in the old days, the newer blue dials are, but the older ones, and you can tell they're kind of dead looking blue. The newer ones are more exciting looking. Um, yeah, they're going for a lot going for a hell of a lot. Okay. Here's a quartz. See now quartz for some reason is not gone crazy. A two-tone quartz, which I like. I'm looking at, yeah, but that's that's not a solid price. So let me look for a solid price. Here's one. Um, they made a stainless steel oyster quartz. They had two different bands. This is the big, heavy, blocky band, $4,000. Now, I used to sell these stupid things for $2,000. Sell. So it's doubled since I, my day. Still a good watch. Still a good watch and parts are around if you need it. Now, the other thing you want to look at is, is it an aftermarket dial or is it real? That's a biggie. We have to think about that because if it's an aftermarket dial, it's worth less. If it's original, it's worth more. How's that? Isn't that cool? So you want original dials anytime you can get it. Makes a hell of a lot of sense. All right, we got to take a quick break here. We're going to continue our Rolex chit chat. I'll be right back. Sorry about that. My music went on strike there for a minute. Sorry about that. Um, but I'm still here and I'm going to guide you through all this. Now this may take us a lot of episodes. I don't really know, but does it matter? <laughs> what the hell does it matter? I'm going to tell you things you're not going to find out unless you do it the hard way and lose money. And that's the last thing I want to see is you to get hurt and lose money. Okay. So you want to look at the dials. Are they real? Like if you find any Datejust or any of these Rolexes with diamonds on the dial, odds are it's not original. Okay, if it is, they're going to say it, they're going to have papers, they're going to show you something that it's because it's worth more if it's an original dial. So odds are somebody has messed around with the dial and you have to decide it's not going to look like a standard issue Rolex. It's going to look different. You have to decide, is that okay? And does that hurt the value? And what does it mean? It means the original dial or whatever they changed was probably bad, probably was in misuse. So it's better if you can find all original. It really is. But the prices on these dumb things have gone through the roof. Um, okay, so there's 
there's different kinds of datejust. Well, you have to decide, do you want the newer, the sapphire crystal ones and forward, or you want to go backwards? Because there's some interesting backwards ones like a Bombay Lugs and a Thunderbird and all these really cool watches, but they don't look like a modern Rolex. So do you want it to look modern or do you want an antique, more of an antique look? My Rolex that I wear is kind of in between. It looks new, but it's not. But I made it look pretty damn close to a new watch. So here's one like 1994. Yeah, you're looking at about six grand. And what did I say they were new? I mean, it's ridiculous. How much is a new two-tone or stainless date just? It's just crazy. Um, here. Okay, so the stainless date just with a fancy dial is 7000 retail. And that's more than it should be because it's got the fancy dial they're charging you for that. And yet it's going to cost you six to buy a pre-owned. That's kind of crazy. It's kind of nuts, really. So you got to be patient. You got to realize there's a lot of people out there looking for Rolexes. You're not the only one. So if you see something cheap and you don't jump on it immediately, somebody else will. But you also have to realize what exactly are we getting? And where are we getting it from? I told you the most you could possibly get a Rolex off. Brand new is 20%. The most. And that's like unheard of to get that. They don't discount Rolexes. I mean, I used to be able to get them 20% off, but then there was nothing in it for me to show it on TV and say, here, you're going to get a 20 or 10%. Nobody cares. They just go into their local jeweler and pay that. So the whole trick with uh, what I was showing was, I had pre-owned product, and I still do, that looks like new. That's what you want. Why pay retail when you can buy pre-owned to get a hell of a deal? So I'll tell you right now, I would probably show Rolexes, but not as much because the difference between new and pre-owned is not that much. It's really not. And it's got to make sense. Or what do you want to buy it from me for? Okay, here's a mint condition, and it really looks good. This is a mint condition. They want $5,600 for it. It's a two-tone. Let's see if it's sapphire. It's been serviced, polished, tested, you name it, which I don't know if you believe that, but if you do, um, should be good. Uh, they're going to tell you the age. There is a way to tell the age of a watch. I've told you that. There's numbers on it. Now, this one's got that gorgeous white dial with the big Roman numerals. Um, yeah. Okay. This is in really good shape, but I can't tell. Oh, it's acrylic. Okay. So this is a plastic. It looks like new, but it's plastic and you don't want a plastic crystal unless you like vintage because they're going to scratch up. The new ones don't very hard to scratch. This watch that I'm looking at looks brand new and it's not, but they want a lot of money for it. If it's an acrylic crystal, that means it's eighties or earlier. So that's kind of not a great deal because over time you're going to say, why didn't I get a sapphire? Why didn't I get this? Why didn't I get that? Okay. Here's another one. Let me take a look at this. These are older watches. I can just tell by the number. It looks great. looks in really good shape. Let's see what it says. Okay. Is it the first thing I'm looking for? Here it is. Aftermarket acrylic crystal. So that means it's plastic. That means it's 80s. It looks brand new. 
but I can see the band has play in it already just by looking at the links. But they want 5500 so the market is terrible. The pre-owned market is selling for almost what it is new. That's really nuts. So then what do you do? Uh, well, if you want to stay in the market, you're going to have to raise your sights on what you're going to pay. That's number one. And then you're going to have to decide, can you live with an older Rolex for a better price? Sorry to tell you that, but the market's really gone crazy. I mean, I'm looking at stuff here. This is nuts. Here's a 41. This is the big Rolex Datejust. In stainless steel, they want, it's seven years old. Looks beautiful. Looks really nice. Yeah, it's a nice look. It's the bigger one, the 41. They want $9,500. So this is uh, crazy. But that means the market is working with these prices. That means it's okay. It might not be okay for you and me, but it's okay for somebody because they're selling them. So what do you do? Well, depending on the difference of price, it may make more sense to buy a new one. But then again, if the new one lists for seven and you can buy a used, a pre-owned for $5,500, then I would say for $1,500, it might be smarter to buy a new one. But then the next joker in that deck is, can you get the new one for list price? Or are they going way over? The things I'm looking at are telling me they're going uh, 20 to 60% over list. So that means you're not going to get it for seven grand, even though I'm telling you list is seven grand or whatever. You'd have to go to a dealer and see what they want. I would tell you, don't pay over list. You got to be out of your mind. If they tell you it's more than list, walk away, man. There's other watches out there. You don't have to buy a Rolex. But if you have your heart set on a Rolex, and most people do, then we're going to try to do the best we can with what we have. So I would look at a, go to a master jeweler that carries Rolex and look at some of the Rolexes you like and see what they sell for, what they actually would sell it to you out the door for. Uh, another thing you got to think about is tax. If you're buying out of state, you don't have to pay the tax. So that saves a lot of money. You buy a $5,000 watch, you're going to pay 7 or 8 or 9%. That's a lot of money. Think about that. That would be almost 500 bucks in tax. That's a lot. You have to add that in. If you go into a store and you buy it new, you're definitely going to pay tax. If you buy it pre-owned from a dealer who's outside of California, odds are you won't pay tax. If you buy through eBay, you will pay tax. They charge. But if you buy direct from uh, some of these retailers, you don't have to. Now, here's another one I'm looking at. A two-tone Rolex Oyster Quartz, $4,000. Well, that's higher than I'm used to paying for those, but it could be a better deal than a regular Datejust because Datejust, man, they're going nuts. Now, I'm going to try to find a newer Datejust and see what they're really going for because all I'm seeing here are older ones. Yeah, this one looks newer. And they give you the model number. So I'm going by, I can tell just by the model number. It's a 36 millimeter. What kind of crystal? Uh, very important. Very important. And I don't see the crystal. I don't see the crystal listed. Uh, no, I don't see it. But I'm sure it'll say it here somewhere. Here it is. Sapphire crystal. Okay. So this is a sapphire crystal. 
You also want to look at the length of the band. That's another thing we haven't even touched on because the links are expensive. So I would tell you, you need to measure your wrist and then uh, decide what would be comfortable. Take a tape measure, you know, uh, like a, a, like a, a tailor's tape measure, a soft one and put it around your wrist and see what your wrist is, what size, because if you have an eight inch wrist or a nine inch wrist, and you buy a Rolex and they've already taken out the links and, and gotten rid of them. You'll get a watch with, that's seven inches or women wear the big ones of even smaller sizes and get rid of the links. So if you buy a watch that has a very small bracelet and you have to add links, bango, you're in two, three, four, five hundred bucks more than you thought you were right off the bat or a thousand or whatever. So you got to watch out. I always look at what's the length of the bracelet. And then I look at the pictures extremely carefully if you're not in person. I blow them up. I look at the edges. I look at everything. So um, this is not a terrible deal. It is for me because it's almost six grand, but it's a two-tone. See, if you buy stainless, for some reason, I don't know why, but stainless is hotter than two-tone. It has been for the last 20 years. doesn't make any sense to me other than people want stainless more. That's what it means, and that's all it means. So if you're buying, you can get a better deal. This is a two-tone. 90s Rolex I'm looking at, Datejust, with date, with Jubilee bracelet, looks in very good shape, and they want 5900 Now, what's list on that? That's a very good question. What is list? I don't know. I really don't know myself. Let's see if we can figure it out. What is list on a two-tone? Because I think you're going to do better on a two-tone than you are on a stainless. I really do. I told you about the, I always go back to the, um, the Rolex Daytonas. The two tones were cheaper than the stainless. Why? I couldn't tell you if I tried. It's just people want them. It's really simple. Okay, here we go. So if you want a stainless Rolex Oyster Perpetual, the bigger size, this is not a date just, no date, 5900 If you want a Rolex Submariner with a date, 9150 in stainless. Holy mackerel, the bigger size too. Although they were always big, 41. I don't think they got bigger. I think they're the same. So the dealer average, whew, okay, so it lists for 9,100 and change. And they're selling it between 13 and 16 and a half, if you can believe it. So that's insanity. Now, a Rolex Submariner with no date is 8,100. So that's almost a thousand less. And the market is from 12 to 15,000. So you're not going to get a good deal on that. I'd stay away from those unless you want to, you know, I don't see, you got to decide is the market going to go down or is it going to keep going up? I've never really seen it go down, but I have seen dealer dealer prices above list go down. That's different. That could go down. But what I'm trying to find out is what is a two tone going for now? Let's see if I can figure it out. Let's just see what I can figure out now. Most of the watches I'm seeing listed are um, stainless. They're not really showing you, funny enough, the two-tones. So I haven't figured that part out yet. So I do apologize. But I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best, baby. Okay, so let's look at a Datejust. And let's look at a Golden Steel. Because that's the one. I want to know what list is. And, of course, I'm not going to see it. Yeah, they're going all over the place. 13,000. I mean, you, you got to look at size. There's also 
the full size, the regular size, there's a mid-size and a lady size. And the mid-size is usually women. Um, but those go cheaper. Those have not taken off like these. Other. I mean, I just can't believe the prices. Mamma mia. Whew. Two tones, 8,800, 15,000. Holy shamokies. Holy mackerel. That is terrible. Okay, but I'm almost out of time. Do the research. Get online. Look at everybody, all the dealers you can find. Go walk around into like, uh, I don't know what you have near you. We have Ben Bridge out here. You have all these fancy places all over the place, Govberg, whatever. Look at the Rolexes. Try them on. Do not be pushed into buying anything. It's a big purchase and you want to think about it. You're not in a rush. You want to check it out. And they are going to be uh, looking for people that are trying to come in and just shop, you know, window shop. But too bad. You want to pay their price? You can. No problem. Pay their price. Be my guest. But that's what this show's all about is getting a good deal, baby. We don't want bad deals. We want the good deals. We want the we want the good stuff. That's what it's all about. And that's what I'm a champion of. But if the market says it's going for more, guess what? It's going for more. And you got to decide what to do. Now, you're not going to find it for cheap, 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 unless you happen to find an estate sale or somebody you know wants to sell a Rolex. Everybody always wants too much. But the market, you got to see where the market is. And what could, if they went into a store and said, I want to sell my Rolex, what would they pay him? That's really what you want to pay. Is that or above that? And that's a good question. Now, we got to go. Um, I do appreciate you listening. Please tell your friends we need all the help we can get. I'm cuckoo and I need help, man. Okay, Lee Jackson signing off. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.